Hello and welcome back to URB of uh, the interviews, the SU election. I got to wait that time. Only took me uh, four <laughs> tries. Four tries, but we got there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not used to the serious journalism we're doing here. But in the uh, studio with us now, we've got a Darcy who's running for postgraduate officer. Hello. Hello, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> nice to have you on, Darcy. Um, could you give us a brief bit about you, please, and also about what you think the role of postgraduate officer is? Uh, okay. So I came to the University of Bath purely for one reason, and that's to play bobsled. <laughs> yeah, because in the entire United Kingdom, this is the only university which offers us the sport. So I thought that let's take a shot. But in the process, there are so many things new, like new things that I've discovered. And so I thought like, let's have a like, uh, shot at it. And it's been four months for me since I've entered this academic space. And there are certain things that I can relate to only as an international student, like, you know, most of the international students here pay their tuition fees on the basis of loan, student loans. And there's a lot of hesitation, anxiety, and stress that comes with it. So as a postgraduate officer, what I want to do is not, I just want to like smoothen out their journey. And I want to just hear them out, okay, and answer their vulnerability. Okay, like what is it that you feel could have been done and can be done? So this is what I feel. And also I want to add a lot of fun events mm -hmm. to the one-year master program so this is me. Yeah. so uh, do you have any experience any uh, particular experience that you think is relevant to this role that makes you you know uh, uniquely qualified for it I've always been the most average child in the class the most ordinary one who so I understand what are the fears of every student that goes through. Am I being, whatever question I'm having, is it, is, is it too stupid? Am I being sensible enough? So I feel like my relatability with other people, if I'm able to like feel the same thing that they go through, I think that is my USP. Rather than mm -hmm. feeling like the most intelligent child in the kid, I've always felt like, okay, if I come to this space, how can I learn and be a better learner? How can I be an accomplished listener, an accomplished writer? So this is what I feel is unique. That's lovely. Yeah. Um, sounds great to me. Mm -hmm. uh, one of the points that you've mentioned on your manifesto, which I'm sure all students will be excited to hear, is about uh, encouraging free public transport for University of Bath students. Yes. Mm. How do you plan on managing that? Uh, so Germany being a model for it, where they have on the, there's a certain amount that you have to pay in a month and you get to like have multiple trips on one ticket. So what I'm trying to say is that first bus as an entity, they have a policy, it's called STC. If your university is listed under that list, the students are by law allowed to like travel free of cost. And what I'm trying to say is that why, why I don't understand why can't we imply it with the University of Bath, given the fact that the first bus is catering to a huge population of students of University of Bath. And secondly, I feel like, okay, for, for example, if somebody is taking a 1.50 ticket in a day, they should be allowed multiple trips on the same day with that ticket. And it's not like every single time you want to get on a bus between two distances, you need to like pay more, much more money. So this is my approach to it. It's called student I, I don't exactly remember it, but it's called STC. So. Okay, yeah, that's interesting using a uh, model from Germany. I think it's always like, yeah, interesting when you hear about these sort of models that sound far-fetched and then you hear about how it's done overseas and 
and given the yeah. fact that they have trams as an alternative transportation mm-hmm. and we just have one so we are all reduced to this one option and i don't want anybody to be exploited at so at the end so that's the so mm. Yeah, well, uh, that is something that definitely helped with the uh, cost of living crisis. That's on everyone's minds. But another uh, thing I saw in your manifesto is the reserve quota of on-campus part-time jobs yes. for postgraduate uh, students. Yeah. So, yeah. why do you think this is particularly important for postgraduate students to have, you know, this reserve quota of part-time jobs over like oh. first-year undergraduate students and things? Uh, given the fact that the postgraduate programs are only for a year, out of which. Three months go directly to the practice track and dissertation, so you have those six months. And when you come to an alien land, you're trying to figure out the kind of food that you like, the kind of people you want to surround yourself. So the first three months go into settling down. Mm-hmm. Rest are the three months which are left. Now, in those three months, are you going to go around the city and find out like how are you going to get a part-time job, or are you going to pr- prove your caliber in a place where you know you can easily get a job? So, given the fact that. If you look on a time frame, the postgraduate students are actually only available for six months, as compared to other courses, which are. Had it been for say a master's program for two years, I would still say that individuals have good enough time to settle in. But mm-hmm. like, it's just like the you can't enjoy the city then mm-hmm. because you're just thinking about okay, how do I get this thing done? How do I settle in? How do I get the part time? How do I get my skilled work visa done? So it's just like running, 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 and never like settling down and actually enjoying the experience of being an international student. Mm. So, and okay, uh, can I say something? Yeah. So I've got three part-time jobs right now, and all of them wow. are like the ones that I got from the SU website. I didn't have to go out and like work underpaid. I'm working in a very dignified manner, where my bosses are actually trying to make me learn things, and it's just not a matter of CV. I'm actually trying to. I can understand the work culture of Britain as a result of it, and it's just that the advertisement needs to be a little more flexible. If mm-hmm. everybody gets an access to it, they can hundred percent come, beat the competition, prove their caliber, and get the job. So that's what I mean by reserved quota. Like mm-hmm. you come, prove your worth, and then you get the job. Not like come easily swipe it and like take it. So mm-hmm. thank you for talking us through that. Um, yeah. What you mentioned earlier at the beginning about um, increasing social interactions, particularly for PhD students and yeah. getting them involved. Um, what are your plans? How are you going to make it more fun for for everyone? I feel like music is that one part which can connect everybody. So we need to have more. Okay, maybe people don't enjoy like dancing out to their hearts and everything, but everybody could just like come up for cultural nights, which include music, not only from. Say one part of the world, but Asian music, African music, other types of music, which caters to the interests of everybody, and having more, like just like the doctoral lunch, we can have like more events which involve them physically and gets them an opportunity to come out of isolation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, another thing, and I do enjoy that you do have a fun section to your manifesto. Yeah. I think that should be included on more. Uh, manifestos. You also mentioned one-day designated trips for yes. postgraduate students. So what, what would these look like? Uh, okay, so uh, maybe this is I I don't know how it's a far-fetched idea, but mm-hmm. this is what I feel. Like there's a very bare minimum price that the college can take, and when you as an entity book things in bulk, be it buses or anything, you do get a certain discount. So Stonehenge is that the name of the place? Yes. Yeah, so like people can be taken to these nearby places, or even if it's like okay. 
on this particular day we are going to go to the british museum mm-hmm. so like whosoever is interested like just like pop in because so far everybody is just like from their accommodation they are just going to the university and then coming back and it shouldn't be a luxury to explore a place this is what i feel so mm-hmm. So we're going to we're going to start wrapping up now unfortunately. Yeah. Um but one question I am intrigued to know is obviously you spent a lot of time with your competition yesterday yeah. and today. Yeah. Is there any points that they've made that you think oh that's a good idea I think we I should implement that as well. Can I say instead of idea what I really liked about one of my opponents her name is Lydia. Before meeting her yesterday there was so much of an anxiety that I had. like and before going for the interview yesterday she just held my hand and she said no no it's going to be fine it's going to be fine today i've met so many people who are like okay you know what we have voted for lydia i that's not creating an unease in me i'm at ease because she's made this competition healthy for me so that's the one thing that i actually learned yesterday that you're trying to prove your worth here and not to bring somebody down else that's the first because this is the first time i'm running an election and that's what i learned from her yesterday that you don't need to be all cut throat and everything you can just prove yourself and be good at it and be good to your other people and just make it a fun thing to happen in your life hmm. yeah uh, it's very nice to hear from the outside perspective it does seem like a very stressful couple of weeks when you're wanting for everything it's sleep cry eat repeat and sleep <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So a uh, final question just very quickly so do you mind summarizing your manifesto and why people should vote for you over the other candidates Uh I think so the first thing that I'm going to address is cost of living and the second thing that I'm going to address is uh, say secure sorry job security and the third thing I'm going to address is fun which is much needed and the last thing that I'm going to address is sustainability but why should I be voted because I'm literally the most I'm I'm a last bencher and I'm, I'm the most ordinary person and the that's the reason because I can represent them and whatever they go through. Okay. Well, yeah, thank that's great. Thank you and very interesting talking to you. Yeah, yeah uh that's Dati wanting for postgraduate officer. Thank you for listening to our interviews for today. Uh do we have more tomorrow? We have more tomorrow. Yeah, full till 5. Interviews are back on on URB for the uh election campaign for the SU officers. Mm-hmm. In the meantime, remember to vote. You can listen to more interviews on the URB uh Spotify page. You can read the manifestos online on the SU website. You can come to the SU and you can vote in person if you want. Just just make sure you're informed and make sure you do your best it to you know mm-hmm. vote basically yes. yeah <laughs> please vote <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh thank you for listening we hope you all have a wonderful day <laughs>